0: good afternoon guys hi this podcast was not scheduled or anything like that I just wanted to take a moment and uh, record something regarding uh, Brianna Taylor Um, I do want to let you guys know that I'm in my car the audio is probably well the audio might be a little compromised Um, Just because of how it sounds I am in my car on my bluetooth Um, And I just wanted to uh, Talk with you guys a little bit because I feel like we do need a check-in So far, I mean three quarters of this year is over and we've had a we have had a hell of a lot that has happened You know since the beginning of it and we are you know, rightfully so exhausted, um, in trying to figure out how we feel about everything, and, um, yeah, I, um, posted a Facebook Live on my Facebook, you know, some of the sentiments and things that you're gonna hear are gonna be very similar to what is posted on there, but I wanted to go more in detail, um, and, uh, I always say this as a disclaimer, I'm not anybody that, you know, uh, uh of importance in terms of, you know, a prominent uh what do you call it, writer or, you know, journalist or anything like that. I'm just trying just like everybody else to process how I feel. And um I just listened to uh um uh, Charlemagne God give um Attorney uh, General uh, uh, Damon Cameron, um, Daniel Cameron, I think his name is, uh, in Kentucky, their Attorney General, uh, donkey of the day, and all the people that were part of the grand jury, uh, with how you know they failed to uh, come up with a conviction uh, or indictment. That is, um, it's sadness. It is, you know, with great sadness. There's no other solutions, really that we have to, you know, to go through other than to just go to the next step. You know, I've, you know, what happens here, um, as I said on my Facebook is, you know, we take it up to the Supreme Court justice and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, justice is is somewhat served or or whatever, you know, continue to protest, continue to send your conversations around voting. But he also said one other thing that uh, that I thought was pretty poignant, and I'm, I'm going try to try to remember it. Um, yeah, we know voting um, is going to, you know, get these people out of office, but the unfortunate situation is, you know, a lot of what's happening right now is happening on Democrats' watch, too. So it isn't that either one is better than the other. And I was stating that earlier, you know, that we have to try to get the candidate that best aligns with our you know our views and our values so that you know we can have people better apt to take care of us rather than take care of their own agenda because that's what it feels like um but i i you know it's a great deal of sadness I'm not gonna say I'm numb because that would imply that I'm just at a point where I don't want to do anything. I still wanna, you know, speak out. I still wanna say Breonna Taylor's name. I still wanna, I still want her to, you know, I still want justice to be given to her um, because we've seen in so many instances where, you know, black women, you know, when it comes to this justice system, are thrown away you know, so easily, um, and it's not, it's, it, fair is the word that I was thinking, but that's, to me, that's really too trivial, uh, it's just, it's exhausting, and uh, angering, and all the emotions that you can think of, because it shouldn't be that way, we want a world of just, you know, and balance, and, you know, uh, liberty for all, but, you know, as we all know as black people the system wasn't created for us to thrive in the way that 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 we have so far and you know for us to continue to thrive and i don't i don't know what it's going to take for us to be able to get past all of this um you know where black people can feel safe and feel free you know um because i know day going, well, I don't feel free. You know, I don't feel like I can freely be myself and exist in this world without being judged and prosecuted. And You know, I can't also be free of not, be free of being concerned about you know, someone else trying to you know trying to you know, do I've said this before, um, you know, at any given time, you know, six foot, you know, black male, uh, black hair, brown eyes, I fit that description at any given time, you know, and it's, it's, it's really fearful. So, you know, um, prayer is really the only thing that, that, um, you know, that I I have at this moment, but even sometimes that feels like. You know, who am I praying to? Because even though I'm praying for things to happen, and this is just my own view, y'all. So, you know, I'm praying for things to happen and yet nothing's happening. You know, it's it's frustrating that, you know, we as people would struggle as much as we do. You know, and I know my, my, my family members are some of the most praying people out there. And, you know, it just seems, it just seems, um... I don't know it just seems crazy that you know all this praying and praying and praying and you know nothing's changing you know because god will give you the desires of your heart if you're asking for it right or at least that's what i was taught maybe that lesson was misinterpreted incorrectly who knows but um i know there are a lot of people like me who who are definitely questioning you know you know religion at this point you know i definitely believe in a higher power i do for sure I was um and I I I believe in in the existence of a higher power but in terms of how it exists in 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 the bible and the stories that we were told and you know just some of the things that I've had I feel like I have accomplished more by just you know believing in the universe you know and believing in you know praying to the you know the higher power as opposed to you know, God specifically. So, but I'm just at this point trying to figure out, you know, decipher my own feelings because it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot, but you know, um, um, my reasoning obviously is for Brianna Taylor. Some of the things that we do know, and I'm not gonna, I might miss some things is, um, right now her family is requesting that, the they get the transcripts from the grand uh uh jury which i it's gonna be a battle within itself i know it's not gonna be easily given um we have um daniel cameron uh being married to mitch mcconnell's uh, granddaughter um so that is an interesting um tale there um the cops were uh one cop was indicted for uh, the wanton endangerment, which basically is where the bullets that didn't hit Brianna and went into other apartments are, you know, is what he's being, you know, charged for. The other two cops were not charged in other, you know, in the in anything regarding Brianna Taylor's murder. So that's why you're hearing things that, you know, justice wasn't served because you know, the officer was only charged for not even the murder of, uh, you know, Breonna Taylor, but the, you know, the bullets that didn't hit her, you know. Um, and with all the evidence that we have in terms of, you know, her not being a part of, um, you know, the the drug ring, um, the postmaster initially saying that she was receiving packages at her house was found to be not true. Um, she was not involved in the drug, uh, you know, the drug ring or whatever they were calling it. She, uh, her her boyfriend did not hear them say or announce themselves. Uh, the, about 12 or 13 other neighbors said that they didn't hear other people uh saying that um you know other people saying that they didn't hear the police identify themselves the one guy that did say he he said it actually recanted his uh original statement um that he did not hear them and um i mean the fact that ultimately the fact that she is dead because of this raid and there was no drugs found in the house, you know, uh, it, there was just no, it, there was just a lot of catastrophic failures that happened, you know, at the hands of law enforcement and, um, you know, it's, it's just not, it's just not a, um, it's not cool, um, for lack of a better word. Now, I also want to make sure that I take the time to point out uh, Ben Crump. I know a lot of people are coming down on him. Ben Crump is not a criminal uh, attorney. He uh, assists in, you know, helping, you know, the family, you know, get the financial um, uh, payout that they do or that they should. And he also speaks on their behalf in terms of, you know, the injustices that they see because he is an attorney. But he's not the one that is responsible for you know, trying her case or, you know, representing her, you know, uh, there's a defense uh, attorney who does that. His name is Sam, uh, Aguilar. And, um, you know, with all the information that they presented, it seemed like it would be something that, you know, uh, it was a, 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 a surefire case. Um, it wasn't. And unfortunately, um, you know, the other powers that be got involved in you know uh obstructed justice pretty much um but um yeah it's it's i just it frustrates me when i see these narratives these incorrect narratives go on and that people are continuing to you know perpetuate these narratives by sharing and uh, putting these things out there that makes no sense and has nothing to do with anything And, you know, I I just hate seeing my people cosigning, you know, stuff that that really has no validity in it, you know, and I, I, I would love for us to get to a point. But, you know, I can understand why my people are that way, but I would love for us to get to a point where we do have to we have to vet the information that we're getting. And we also have to, you know, it's hard because the system has shown us that time and time again, even when we comply and do all these other things, um, it's not designed for us. But, you know, we do have to, you know, in some way, tr- shape or form, trust the people that, you know, are, are entrusted to um, trusted to help us are so the people that, you know, feel compelled to, to help. And that would be like the Ben Crumps and the you know uh the the uh activists like uh tarika uh, tarika tamika mallory and 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 all the activists that have been you know vocal about the injustices and down on the ground you know um i'm not going to even get into the conversation about uh you know protesters you know peaceful protesting and activists and all that stuff because honestly those are just buzzwords and triggers because it creates this whole argument about you know protesting peacefully but to be honest i mean what you're seeing is exactly what should happen when people are tired of the injustice that happens um on the backs of black people so often you know and we're not even discussing the whole idea of you know systematic systematic i mean we are uh you know in a very macro overview that this is a gross um you know, uh show of, you know, uh, institutionalized racism, um, which is what the system was designed to do. But, you know, it really is, it's exhausting to, you know, um, it's exhausting to, to hope that something is done and, you know, and it, and it doesn't, you know. Um, a lot of people feel, uh, you know, disjointed, they feel upset, they feel angry, you know, again, all rightfully so, but, you know, at any given time, you know, this system has showed us time and time again that it doesn't care about our black skin and that black people are, um, are second-class citizens, and that's just the bottom line, um, my intention for this, uh, uh podcast was to invite um a young lady that I was on uh Facebook live, and I still may get the opportunity you know, because I reached out to her so this may be a completely different podcast and <laughs> you know once I rework it, but I just wanted to you know see what my you know my black women feel like you know how do you feel about this you know what you've heard what you've seen so far because i mean i i can understand feeling unprotected you know me as a black man um i definitely felt that i can definitely you know uh, probably you know uh discern or even say that women you know black women probably feel the same way and they probably felt it a lot longer than than um than i have and um you know i wanted to have a conversation to kind of you know um check in, but I think what's happening is a lot of us are still trying to process what's going on or what happened, you know a lot of us don't know still what happened and why it happened and uh, the reason it happened, you know so that's that's gonna that's gonna take some time for us to kinda get um, get through and uh, we just have to be patient and um, my, my, my hope for us you know as a people um is that we can find a way to be able to push past being uncomfortable because a lot of times what happens and you know this is just based on you know my experience with some of the people that i communicate with is that we once we get to that point where we're angry we stop you know because we don't want to act out or we don't want to you know, be belligerent or call these other things that will undermine our our reason for being angry. But sometimes it's okay, you know, especially when you're around people that love you, it's okay to have that frustration because I'm with you, you know, I am just as angry as you are. Um, And um, it's it's, it's warranted, you know, let's not deny ourselves uh, that outlet of being able to go there without you know go there you know without fear because we can you know i want to try to create a safe space for us to be able to just communicate um un- unapologetically and you know not have any judgment or 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 any fear you know which we sometimes have when, you know, especially when we are taught messages, of, you know, when we we're younger, don't be, you know, don't be too angry, don't be too big, don't be too black, you know, be smart, sound, you know, uh, say this, say that, you know, all these mixed messages as being a black person, how we're taught to, you know, dim ourselves, you know, to in order to not appear bigger than what we are, um, you know, it's confusing sometimes. And I want us to be able to get past that. And I know it takes a, you know, it may take some of us, you know, years of therapy. It may take some of us, um, you know, um, you know, just that one moment that pushes us past the point of recognition. But, you know, at this point, I don't think any of us should be held accountable for, you know, lashing out at this point. Because there's a lot of things that that has happened that has made us realize that, you know, our lives are never going to be as important as we think our lives should be you know Charlemagne said even the you know it starts with you know we talk about civil rights he said but it starts with you know in order for our civil rights to be looked at the people who are offending us have to treat us like humans and that basic part is not even happening like when he said that that was impactful I was like you know what that's right you know we, we, we start in a conversation talking about civil rights and they've been violated absolutely they have but they were violated because this person, they think that we're subhuman, and they think that we don't deserve to be here. They were conditioned to believe that, you know. Um, one of my favorite shows that I watch uh, is called uh, Dear White People, which is, you know, season three kind of lost me the last few episodes. I was really kind of frustrated with that whole situation. But nonetheless, there is uh, uh, in season two. Episode 8 where Sam and, uh, damn, I forget that book, Gabe. Sam and Gabe, uh, are fighting or arguing and, you know, they both have monologues about, um, him interviewing her for his documentary and, um, they basically hash it out because they both, Sam knows that he's trying to paint her in paint her in a picture for being a part of, you know, whatever she was a part of. And there was a, a, a long story, long long, and short of it. What I'm trying to say is there was this term that came up that's called, and you guys can look it up, it's called epigenetics. And it's E-P-I-G-E-N-E-T-I-C-S, epigenetics. And that basically um, talks about... Um, Uh, DNA, um, you know, uh, suffering being in black people's DNA, I'm going to pull it up, Um, so there's going to be some, um, some words in here that, you know, I'll have to kind of get through, but it's the study of, it's the study of uh, heritable uh, phenotypes changes uh, that do not involve alterations in the DNA. DNA sequence um, basically it involves uh, changes that affect gene activity and expression but also a term to be used to describe any heritable phenotype changes such effects on a cellular and uh, physical physiologic phenotypic typics. phenotypic traits are a result of external or internal or external or environmental factors um, or the part of normal development. Um, the term is also referred to the changes themselves. Blah, blah, blah. It kind of goes into um, the explanation. I mean, it's, it's just a lot of words. <laughs> to basically say that, you know, black people in America, um, you know, de- struggling and surviving, you know, uh being slaves and you know, uh the struggle that we went through is literally in our DNA. You know, we it, even though we don't have that struggle now of being a part of slavery and all the, you know, traumatic stuff that is that happened then, it is woven into our DNA that it causes us to react to environmental um situations in the way that we do, you know, um, we were built to, to, to not necessarily struggle, but to survive the struggle, you know, because of, of, you know, our ancestors, you know, and uh sounds really confusing. Sounds like a lot of words to say, you know, something simple, but it is literally in our DNA, you know, and we, we, that's just something that you know, that means that we're going to continue to fight the fight, regardless of whatever the circumstances may be, whether it's in our, you know, favor or not, or, you know, whatever, we're going to have that innate feeling to fight no matter what. And, um, you know, it is what it is, you know, those, those things, it's gonna happen. But one day, I think a lot of us Black people, you know uh believe that we're gonna get to a point where we are going to be treated you know like everybody else and that's a first class citizen so um but uh i know i'm all over the place y'all i i am and it's kind of hard to kind of you know stay focused in one particular thing because it's all interwoven you know it's all a part of the system that keeps us down, you know, and, um, it's frustrating, it really is, it's very, very frustrating, um, that it still exists on this level, um, for us, um, the person behind, in front of me didn't go. I'm just riding around I ain't got I don't have anything y'all think I got unlimited gas to be honest I must think that I still my brain cuz I'm just driving my intention was to go to like a oh, men's warehouse or whatever the case may be to, to go look at some clothes and then I'm guilt tripping myself and saying no you don't need no freaking clothes cuz where you're gonna wear it and then you know part of it is like oh you're scared to try something on because you don't know how it's gonna fit And I don't want to order online because I'm heavier now. And it's not that at one point I don't want to buy clothes and I know I'm off on a tangent. So I apologize. At one point I didn't want to buy clothes because it was like, fuck, I don't want to accept the fact that I'm bigger. And that's not going to motivate me to want to lose weight. Fuck that. Right now, I'm at a point where I want to, I do still want to lose weight and I'm going to do my best to make that happen. Right. But I also want clothes that, um that make me look good, you know? I want to wear something that's going to make me feel confident. And a lot of times, you know, for me, because of my, you know, shame when it comes to my weight, I'm looking for comfort. Like, I just want it to fucking fit, you know? And I I want something to be a little bit more stylish. I want to be able to walk out of my house, you know, with something that's going to be like, like, damn, you know? Like, people see me, you know? I'm not just another you know, round, oval-shaped man, but that's no here nor there, that ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about, but that's what my intention was, so I need, I need somebody to, to roll with me one of these days and start getting me some clothes, because, um, your boy is, uh, I have a thousand pair of shoes, you know, I got a lot of shoes, and you know, I, I could, you know, dress up for days, but your boy is, is tied. you know, <laughs> straight up tied because, I wanna I wanna look good. And that's the that's the intent. I think I'm a good looking man. I just think that, you know, I need to learn how to dress for the weight that I am now. And then the rest will come. So um And we ain't gonna talk about society's whole idea behind, you know, you know, what's healthy and what's not and you know, being unhealthy because you're fat and all this other stuff. Like blah blah blah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Fuck that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the next step, um, you know, a lot of us are grieving, um, you know, because, well, I wouldn't say grieving. I mean, we're still grieving her death. Yes. But I think that what has happened is we're frustrated, you know, that's the next emotion that it happened again, you know, um, and um that's a lot to take on there's no explanation for that other than it was just a gross mishandle of power i think on the eternal general uh cameron's uh part um and you know a you know eye-opening um you know uh situation of you know the experience of black people and why we feel the way that we do um I know if I had to kind of put in put in what my wish is for the world because at this point it is a wish is <laughs> I mean because everything else is giving me a reason to not think that it's going to be taken seriously is that I wish that number one um you know black people you know can be compensated for uh slavery you know Uh, Holocaust survivors get, you know, they get um, paid, you know, for them, you know, being survivors, you know, Um, every other, you know, even the Japanese uh, uh, people that were put in internment camps, um, you know, back in the day, you know, they also have been compensated in some way, shape, or form, but America hasn't even done the simple job of apologizing for slavery. Um, that alone talking about reparations and, uh, you know, doing that, it gives us an opportunity to have generational wealth. You know, it's not even just the idea of, you know, being able to just be balling out of control, you know, just being able to pass that money down onto our kids. So we don't have the financial hardships that we have in terms of just, you know, getting the basic necessities, um, you know, food, water, room and board, you know, um, all of that, you know, not just working to maintain, working and actually getting, you know, uh, getting, you know, being able to get out of the situation that they're in, maintaining it and then passing that down to their 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 kids. That's one of the reasons why I don't want to have children like my parents. They struggle. They struggled when I was younger. You know, I mean, I don't remember too many days of being hungry but I do remember there were days where I had to wear hand-me-downs you know what I'm saying um because they didn't have the money and the money that they had you know were for different reasons because of whatever so that's that's one of the reasons why I don't want to have kids the other reason is you know for selfish reasons I just want to keep my um keep my freedom a little bit more you know not saying that some people have, you know, amazing freedom as kids, but I know my circle when it comes to, you know, having a care plan doesn't necessarily exist. It's it's me and Carlos. That's it. You know, um, my sister lives in currently Texas. You know, I don't have any other family members. People would be willing to help. But I mean, obviously, if we go have kids, it's our responsibility. So that would be something that we would need to have a plan in place, you know, so we're not there yet. And you know, quite frankly, I don't think we're going to ever be down, because I, 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 at this point, I'm 39 years old, and I kind of, like, let go of the idea of having kids, so there's that. I would love, another wish that I would have is that, you know, at the very core of it, that black people feel protected in this world, you know, they're not being judged by the, the color of their skin, um, or, you know, the sounding of their names, or, you know, the, the way they wear their hair, which is what's happening right now. Um, you know, I, I hope that in corporate America, we can incorporate laws that will, you know, uh, you know, allow us to be able to reform, you know, how we coach and process, you know, people out, you know, um, and we have a fair and weighted and balanced system in terms of you know, um, whether black people are being picked on, but, you know, more than their white counterparts, you know, um, you know, I'm not asking for, you know, our goals and things to be adjusted and we have it easier, you know, I'm just looking at our experiences to be looked at, you know, with a different lens. And I don't even know how to put that in place, or even, I'm still trying to figure out how to verbalize it, you know, but what I want, you know, for us to be taken seriously, um, and, um, you know, in the world, I also want that to happen, um, in, uh, in corporate America, because there's a lot of microaggressions that black people have to go through, you know, being gaslit every day, you know, um, being expected to handle, um, unrealistic, uh, um, you know, goals thrown at us and, you know, then when we go to, you know, try to move up, it's like, oh well, why? You know, uh, or we're scrutinized and you know, that one absence that we had, you know, is the defining factor of why we didn't get promoted. Like, you know, it's it's just things like that. And you know, very simple. When it comes to us being sick, we being sick, you know, like there's no scrutiny behind it. are you really sick though? You know? Um I want us to also, I wish that we would also have, you know, equal access, uh, to schools and healthcare, better schools, better healthcare, you know, money isn't, uh, divided up to, you know, the constituents, you know, the amount of money that is brought in that area. I want it to be taken care of more evenly. I want, you know, schools that are considered charter schools or in rough areas to be pushed uh, and 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 push to the level of what you know the you know other schools and other you know greater and better um, neighborhoods have um, and access to health care you know um, and it not cost us an arm and a leg you know us, us deciding on if we want to go to the emergency room or if we decide that we want to you know live you know, uh, or go to the doctor so we can pay, you know, the for the basic necessities. Um, I want Black people to be believed when it comes to, you know, their experience, whether it is medically or just for the basic, you know, believing us when we say that there's a problem, um, not just giving us the third degree and saying, ah, you might be in your own head, you know, um, and. I feel like it's gonna take more of a discussion for us to be able to get to that point um you know it's gonna take us a lot it's gonna take a lot for us to get there and um you know it's gonna obviously take you know every bullet point that I have is gonna take a lot more time to kind of delve in and actually figure out how to make systems you know to make our system make these things work it's gonna take a lot of time and uh You know, I don't want to be naive to think that, you know, what I'm saying is, you know, going to be, um, going to be, um, the case. So, um, but, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end it here, guys. Um, you know, hopefully I can get in touch with the young lady, but I just wanted to, uh, you know, speak my piece and, you know, the overall thing is that we're, we're sad that this happened. I can tell you that I am not uh, surprised um, and that it's not coming from being sinister about the process. This is the way the system was designed and the system is working the way that it should and we need to abolish that system. That's just the bottom line because people are going to continue to die in this way. I mean, it's even starting to affect, you know, before I let you go, there's something else that popped up in my head. Did you guys hear about that guy? It was a young guy. I think it was in Texas that killed this 30 year old woman um, because her dog was running after him or not running after him was running towards him and he ended up shooting and killing her did y'all hear about that, this happened like a week or two ago, um, and for those of you who are talking about, well, see, that's what happened, you know, the, fuck it, you know, you have the opportunity to choose your media source, okay, so don't be putting it all on the media trying to say that they're trying to bury this door because she's white, fuck that shit, you know what I'm saying, I knew about the store because I just happened to go out and search beyond, you know, what i see from facebook and you know go and look at other news organizations to find out what happens you know not just you know what i see you know from an article on facebook you know no disrespect to anybody to get your news from facebook but i will tell you that sometimes getting your news on facebook can be a little slanted and that's just straight up honest truth so anyway um but yeah you know these things these things are starting to happen more because these cops are 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 unequipped to handle you know what's going on to assess the situation and say you know um hold on uh shooting this gun might be an excessive use of force for a woman who is unarmed with a dog who just happens to be running towards me you know so whatever um but yeah that that was something that i saw and i thought that it was just as crazy as anything else And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, if this gentleman is going to be brought to justice, I don't I don't even know the specifics about the cases. I don't read too much about it, but I just read the byline that and I saw the the video and it is it is disheartening nonetheless. So but right guys enjoy the rest of your day. Um, Thank you for taking the time to listen. Um, Yeah, if you haven't already, please go and subscribe. I am now on Amazon podcast. You can search Reggie's. And that's R-E-G-G-E-E apostrophe S expressions with an S on the end spelled the normal way. So go out and subscribe and listen to all the episodes. I have episodes uh, or season, ep- uh, season one and season two up for your liking and for your listening. And let me know what you think. Um, it would be greatly appreciated um and i've had you know some minor successes here and there um which i appreciate you know you guys sharing and commenting and all that other stuff so thank you um but let's continue it and see if we can you know get this thing out there um so uh, i appreciate each and every one of you i love you all and um thank you so much for your time enjoy the rest of your day this has been another episode of reggie's expressions